Let us begin. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Brew Distilled. I'm your host, AJ Monte Ale, and I'm going to be recapping NFL Week 10, this week's edition of Brew Distilled, as a recap this year's NFL season, the 2021 NFL season, which has been by far been the most dramatic, scandalous, chaotic, and controversial NFL season in years. I've never seen a season like this. I cannot remember a season where so much happened just in one season, because we just never know what's going to happen. It's no longer week by week. It seems like it's day by day, hour by hour, in terms of developing stories in the NFL, and we just never know what's going to happen next. I was over at Jackrabbit Brewing recently for a Japanese food beer pairing, watching some of these games being played, and it was really, I cannot believe what happened, because you know, Tampa, they got beat. Detroit Lions lost the game they should have won, but it was very much a chaotic Sunday in the NFL, just like it's been for the past few weeks since the season got started. So I'll be recapping this week's NFL action here in Brutusfield. I hope all of you are doing well. We're now halfway into November. By the time we listen to this podcast, we're pretty much be more than halfway done with November. And next week is going to be the Thanksgiving holiday, and the Cowboys will be playing on Thanksgiving Day, so it's going to pretty much an action-filled Thanksgiving with the NFL. But here we go with recapping Week 10, and I'll be talking about the six most interesting teams, what I see as the six most fascinating teams in this year's NFL season. Three from the AFC, three from the NFC, and we'll have a beer pairing at the end of the episode. Do stay tuned for that at the end of the episode, I will have my beer pairing. I'll start with the AFC side this week, and this starts with the Kansas City Chiefs, who won a major game against a divisional rival, the Las Vegas Raiders, and it wasn't even a close game. I was watching the game. Kansas City was on fire. Patrick Mahomes had a great game, which makes me wonder, is Kansas City back? Are they starting to climb back from the rut they were in? Are they going back to where they were after this victory? Because the Raiders are actually a pretty decent team this year. They have been pretty competitive, despite everything they've gone through this year, but Kansas City really destroyed the Raiders this week in Las Vegas. By a score of 41-14, to it was definitely very much a lopsided game, so here's what I'm starting to wonder now. Is Kansas City back? Are they going back to where they were? Are they starting to rise out of the hole they dug themselves into? Is Patrick Mahomes starting to go back to being the elite quarterback he was, actually actually is an elite quarterback, is he trying to be more consistent with that right now. This game does seem to be pretty revealing. I do believe the Raiders are a quality team to defeat, so I definitely do believe it's fair to say that Kansas City is starting to come back. They're starting to rise up. Now, I don't know what's going to happen next week. I'm going to see their opponents. I'm going to scroll down my computer here in terms of who's Kansas City's playing next week. They're actually, they're playing the Cowboys. I should have known that. Okay, so the Cowboys are matching up against the Kansas City Chiefs this coming Sunday in week 11 of the NFL. The game will be played in Kansas City, so Dallas is going to be playing an away game. This could be a major test for Dallas, so I'll talk about Dallas later, because they made a major gain against the Falcons this Sunday, this past Sunday, actually. I'll get to that later. For now, though, I'm talking about the Kansas City Chiefs, and I really love it when the six teams I talk about here in the Brewster podcast, I like it when they overlap and intersect with one another in terms of when they play each other. So now the Chiefs are playing against the Cowboys, so my question is, are the Chiefs really bouncing back? Are they really starting to go back to being an elite team? Well, they're going to get that question answered when they face a major test against the Cowboys this Sunday because the Cowboys are very much an elite team. The Cowboys are a team that many are being said might go to the Super Bowl and they are facing the Kansas City Chiefs this Sunday. So will the Cowboys be able to defeat the Kansas City Chiefs? That remains to be seen. I'll, I'll focus more on that when we talk about Dallas, but the question right now for Chiefs is, will they get a second win this coming Sunday? I hope not. I want Dallas to win this game, actually. But how will the Cowboys test the Kansas City Chiefs? Patrick Mahomes is going to be going up against an elite Dallas defense with Tavon Diggs and Micah Parsons headlining the defense for Dallas. So how will Mahomes face up against these elite players from Dallas, and also how would the Kansas City
City's defense match up against this potent Dallas offense. So Kansas City is going to have a major test this week when they play the Cowboys. They will be playing a home game, so Kansas City will have that advantage this coming Sunday when they play the Cowboys in Kansas City, their home stadium. But also, it's Kansas City. I mean, what's going to happen with them? We don't know because we really don't know what the hell is going on with Kansas City. There's so much going on with that team this year. Just like a lot of teams, they've been through a lot this season. I think their big question right now is identity. Like, who are they really are right now? Who are they right now? And who would they be in the next coming week? So the Cowboys are very much are going to be a test for the Kansas City Chiefs. I'm going to go ahead and say the Kansas City is going to lose this game. Of course, I'm biased. I'm worse than going to say Dallas is going to win this game. But the Kansas City Chiefs, they got a major test. They could use this as an opportunity to get themselves out of the hole they're in by defeating an elite Dallas Cowboys team. But this past victory against the Raiders, I think it definitely is a major statement victory for the Chiefs because there were other statement games made this week from some other NFL teams who definitely made some statement victories this week. Dallas is one of them. Also, the Green Bay, which I'll get to later. But the Kansas City Chiefs, they could very well make a statement victory this weekend against the Cowboys. The question is, will they make that happen? Are they starting to rise up to defeat the Cowboys? Now, Andy Reid, their head coach, he's faced against Dallas before. He knows how to play Dallas. But then again, Dallas has a different system now. So Kansas City is going up against a different Dallas team that Andy Reid is used to. So who knows? This could be a loss for the Kansas City Chiefs. I definitely do believe and hope that will happen. But speaking from an objective viewpoint here, how good is Kansas City right now? We're going to find out when they play the Cowboys because this is going to be a major test for the Kansas City Chiefs and for Patrick Mahomes. The question is, will they pass that test? Because right now they had a major win over the Raiders. It's a good win for them also in their division. Also increases their playoff prospects, but they will be tested against Dallas this coming Sunday. And speaking of statement victories, New England Patriots had a major statement victory over the Cleveland Browns by defeating the Cleveland Browns by a score of 45-7. to This win is no doubt major victory for New England because the Browns, they were kind of a contender going into the season, but recent changes had the Browns falling off. So this definitely was an easy win for New England. It allows New England to continue to rise up by continuing to make themselves a contender going to the, as you get closer to playoff race of this year's NFL season. And New England could very well probably make that happen. The Opsy will have the Ops go to Buffalo Bills if they were to go ahead and make it to the playoffs. But New England right now, the idea of them bracking the wins right now kind of seems to buy them some time and insurance in terms of getting them to a contender status after this victory against the Browns. So I do believe New England right now could be considered a contender to get into the playoffs and probably even make a maybe, a, I'm not going to say a deep playoff run. I probably just say get into the playoffs. But Bill Belichick right now, after losing Tom Brady, he's really shown to probably build the New England back up to where they once were. I definitely do think it's going to take some more time, probably even a few more years. And I wonder if Bill Belichick is going to stay around long enough to make that happen. And also, can they make that consistent? Can they be consistent with his rebuilding stage right now in terms of New England? Can they be consistent with rebuilding the team back to where it was? Right now, that victory against the Browns definitely does help because right now, New England needs to win every game they can if they're going to go into the playoffs. And his win against the Browns definitely does help them in that journey. Now, in week 11, New England's going to be up against the Atlanta Falcons. So the Atlanta Falcons, I do believe it's going to be another win for New England. So New England right now, they're kind of on a roll right now. So I want to see how far this goes. Will New England make it into the playoffs? I do believe that's definitely a strong possibility. Probably best case scenario for them, there'll be a wild card seed for the playoffs. But they have to be consistent with this because right now the competition in the NFL is getting much tougher. New England's facing against much tougher teams. So yes, they did defeat the Browns. They'll likely defeat the Atlanta Falcons. But after that, who knows what happens next because the Buffalo Bills are standing in their way right now in order for any progress to be made by getting to the playoffs. The thing is, can New England make that happen? I believe it's definitely a possibility. I do see them as an AFC wild card into the playoffs, but how would they get around the obstacle to Buffalo Bills? We'll soon find out, but right now, New England is on the right track after his major victory against the Cleveland Browns, and we're just like they scored a major victory, just like the Kansas City Chiefs did. Now, as for Jacksonville Jaguars, there really isn't much to say here about Jacksonville, except he lost again, and this time to the Indianapolis Colts by a score of 23-17. 
17, so it really wasn't that much of a blowout. It really wasn't a blowout. It really was kind of a closer game than I thought it would be. But Jacksonville did lose again. Make me wonder, are they going to win again this season? I don't know, and I really don't expect them to win again this season. They may very well have another high draft pick. I do think Jacksonville is going to get a fifth top five selection in this upcoming NFL draft, and then we'll definitely want to use it wisely because I really don't know how they're going to do the rest of the season. I'm going to look at their week 11 opponent right here, and that'll be the San Francisco 49ers. So I definitely do believe this means ugly game for Jacksonville. The game will be played in Jacksonville, giving Jacksonville home field advantage. But I do believe the 49ers are going to win this game and quite easily as well. And all has been quiet on the Urban Meyer front. No major news by Urban Meyer in terms of what he's going to be doing, whether he's going to come back next season. So far, it looks like he will, but there also are those open college football jobs that are open that might appeal to him. So right now, nothing more to say about Jacksonville, except he will be playing the 49ers next week, which will sure be another loss, unless they pull off another upset like they did against Buffalo a while back. It's not talking about the NFC side of the six most interesting teams of the NFL season this year, according to the Brutus Hill podcast, and that is the Green Bay Packers, who Aaron Rodgers did come back this past week to play for Green Bay, and where he guided the Packers to a victory over the Seattle Seahawks by a score of 17-0. It was a major victory for the Packers, a much-needed victory for the Packers. The Packers right now are so doing well this season, they're actually probably on track to becoming a number one seed for the playoffs for the NFC. Their record right now stands at 8-2. and two. Aaron Rodgers threw just one interception, so he didn't throw a touchdown pass. That came from A.J. Dillon, who scored two touchdowns from a rushing. So it wasn't the most highest scoring game, wasn't the most exciting game, but definitely does give the Packers a much-needed win, given the events of last week when they face off against the Chiefs. So I wonder now, are the Packers the main team, the main contender in the NFC? That's what many are starting to say right now. There are some starting to say right now that the Packers could very well go to the Super Bowl and probably even win this year. I think that right now, that to say that is a stretch, but it's also not outside the realm of possibility. As the Packers are no doubt a contender in the NFC arms race right now, according to ESPN, they have the Packers at the number one spot of the NFL power rankings, followed by the Arizona Cardinals at number three for the other NFC team who are at number two outstanding according to the power rankings, but they have the number three slot, but they are right behind the Packers in terms of status to get to the number one playoff seed in the NFC as part of his arms race, followed by the Dallas Cowboys, who are number four in the NFL power rankings according to ESPN. That would be the Dallas Cowboys, but the Packers right now, they are number one with the NFL power rankings according to ESPN. Now I'll go ahead and scroll down here and see exactly who they're playing week 11. That'll be against the Minnesota Vikings, so I do believe the Packers could very well win this game. It's also going to be another key game for the Packers, as it'll be against a divisional rival, so this win could very well give the Packers more stature and probably keep them in the number one slot in the NFL power rankings in ESPN. But right now, the Packers, they are really on a good path right now. The Aaron Rodgers' COVID test, Pierce has not affected them that much, even if they lost against the Chiefs, but the Green Bay Packers are on the right path right now. Aaron Rodgers is back, and he should be back for the rest of the season unless something drastic happens, which I don't think is going to happen. But will Aaron Rodgers be motivated to guide the Packers to the Super Bowl this year? How far will he take the Packers? We'll just have to wait and see. But also, will Aaron Rodgers, is this what they call the last dance? Is this going to be his last season with the Green Bay Packers. We don't know yet. This is still an unfolding story as is in- as for the most part, this entire NFL season has pretty much been a dumpster fire so far. So my main question right now for Green Bay this week is, are they really the contender in the NFC? Are they now the next team to beat? First of all, the Rams and the Cowboys now we're hearing that's Green Bay Packers. Will the Green Bay Packers maintain that team to beat in the NFC status? That's definitely a possibility, but they can sustain it for the rest of the season. We still got some time left in the season. We're kind of like a little more, we're a little more than halfway done in the season right now. So there's plenty of football left be played. So my question is, can Green Bay maintain that status as a team to beat in the NFC? Let's find out how they do against the Minnesota Vikings and see if they can maintain that in week 11. I'm now moving on to Tampa. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers, they lost a game. Two games in a row now. They have two losses in a row. They got beaten in an upset against the Washington football team. I watched that game and I cannot believe what was happening. It was definitely not a good day for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and definitely not a good game for Tom Brady. Tom Brady had 220 passing yards, two touchdowns, but also two interceptions in this game. So definitely an ugly day for Tampa and 
for Tom Brady, making myself and others wonder what is going on with Tampa right now. Do you have two losses in a row? Are they starting to decline right now? There is that question again, is age catching up to Tom Brady? I still think no. I don't think that's the case. I just think that maybe some teams are probably adjusting. They're starting to get wise in what Tampa is doing in terms of game plan. So I don't think it has anything to do with Tom Brady's age. I just think that right now there's some adjustments being made and Tampa's probably got to make their own adjustments in order to adjust at the competition they're starting to see more of as the season progresses. But definitely an ugly day for Tampa. By losing that game by a score of 29-19, Tampa's trying to make a last-minute run to score a touchdown probably to tie the game take it into overtime, but just didn't work out. That now leaves Tampa Bay's record at 6-3, and three, while the Washington football team maintains their record at 3-6. and six. Nothing to be proud of, but Tampa just 6-3 and three and two losses in a row. Two bad games in a row for Tom Brady with all these interceptions. I don't think anything's going on with his age, but it makes me wonder what is going on with Tampa right now. What are they going to do in week 11? I'm going to scroll down here see who they're playing in week 11. And Tampa will be playing the New York Giants on Monday Night Football. So I do believe that's going to be a game that Tampa could very well win. But then again, it could be another upset. Who knows? I mean, the Giants, they're not doing too well this season. But then again, neither were the Washington football team and they still beat Tampa Bay. So my question for Tampa Bay is, can do avoid three losses in a row? Can Tom Brady bounce back from these last two losses, two back-to-back losses? Can he get Tampa back on track to get them back to being the team to beat in the NFC? Because right now, this NFC arms race is really heating up because Dallas scored a major victory. I'll get to Dallas as my next team here. But right now, Tampa, you know, they had some problems last season, but they still went to Super Bowl and won. Maybe this could be like last season. I think they're going to bounce back, but they definitely cannot afford three losses in a row. And they probably will probably not get the number one seed in the NFC playoffs. That's probably a, more of a likely possibility. But right now, to focus on getting into the playoffs, teams that need to rack up wins. And Tampa definitely needs to win this week against the New York Giants. I do believe Tampa's going to win this game. I'm going to mark them as winning this game against the Giants. I definitely do believe these last two losses are going to motivate them to make that happen. But my question is, can Tampa regain their status as a team to beat in the NFC? We'll find out when they face off against the Giants in this week's game of Monday Night Football. It's now time to talk about Dallas Cowboys. Now, the Cowboys, before this week, had a major disaster in terms of loss against the Denver Broncos, but they redeemed themselves this week when they faced off against the Atlanta Falcons in Atlanta. It was also an emotional game for defensive coordinator Dan Quinn, who once coached the Falcons before getting fired. So it's a homecoming. It was a homecoming for Dan Quinn facing off against his old team. And the Cowboys won by a score of 43-3. Tavon Diggs got an interception in this game. Actually, the Dallas defense as a whole got three interceptions in this game. Dak Prescott also scored two touchdowns with also two touchdowns from Ezekiel Elliott and two touchdowns from C.D. Lamb. So it's definitely a major victory for the Cowboys by the score of 43-3, bringing up their record to 7-2. They're currently number four in the power rankings according to ESPN's NFL Power Rankings. So major victory for Dallas. They defeated the Atlanta Falcons. It was much needed to win for Dallas. But when you really look at it, Dallas should be 9-0. and They lost two games they should have won. So it's kind of like this what-if snare. What if Dallas is 9-0 and right now? What if they had that 9-0 and record right now? That could have very well happened had things gone differently. But in the end, they're 7-2. and They're on the right track to getting the, probably the number one seed in the NFC playoff spots. But they will have to compete against Green Bay because right now Green Bay is ahead of Dallas right now. So Dallas is involved in this NFC arms race right now. They were definitely a legitimate contender in this NFC arms race to get that number one spot in the playoffs. But the Cowboys, unless something catastrophic happens, and that could very well happen, they will definitely make the playoffs. But what seed will they get? That remains to be seen right now. Now, they will have a major test this week. Now, I mentioned earlier in the show that the Kansas City Chiefs are facing off against Dallas. Dallas will face off against the Kansas City Chiefs this coming Sunday in week 11 of the NFL. This is going to be a major test for both teams. It's probably going to be the game of the week. A very heated matchup against two quality teams. The Chiefs are starting to bounce back right now. The Dallas Cowboys are more structured, but 
definitely be a close game for both teams. I think Dallas is going to win this game, but probably a close game because the Chiefs are rebuilding right now. I'm not sure they rebuilt themselves enough to defeat the Cowboys, but will no doubt be a very close game for both teams. I do believe the Cowboys are going to win this game, but it will not be easy, but it also will be a major challenge for the Cowboys while also being a major test. I think this right now is major test is going to come down to both the offense and the defense, but I think mainly the defense right now because the Kansas City Chiefs offense is actually getting better. Patrick Mahomes will prove to be a formidable opponent for guys like Micah Parsons and Tavon Diggs on the Dallas defense. So I'd be very much interested to see how Micah Parsons and Tavon Diggs handle Patrick Mahomes and his Kansas City Chiefs offense. That's a key factor I'm going to watch in this game in terms of how they handle that offense with the Kansas City Chiefs. So I think right now the main story of the game with Kansas City and Dallas from the Dallas side is going to be the Dallas defense and from the Kansas City side, the Kansas City Chiefs offense. I think those are two key factors in this game that will probably determine the outcome. So very well will be a very key game for both teams while also being that major test. But I think it's going to come down to the offense of the Kansas City Chiefs and the Dallas defense. Those are the critical pieces that each team has in this upcoming game this Sunday when Kansas City faces off against the Cowboys. And the Cowboys, they got to keep winning because that loss they had against Denver, that was a major loss. Even though they are 7-2, and two, they got to keep winning because right now they are in contention to get the number one seed. They were kind of just one game behind Green Bay. I do believe Green Bay is going to win their game. As I mentioned earlier, Dallas needs to win their game to keep up the pace against Green Bay because they'd lose. They're going to fall behind. And who knows how that's going to go when you start ranking the playoff seeds for the NFC Conference when the playoffs come later this season. But Dallas definitely does have their hands full this coming week against Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs. The Dallas Cowboys, they're coming up from that major win against the Falcons. Now the Falcons, they're not really the best team in the NFL. So I'm not sure how much momentum it gives Dallas. But Dallas did say they're probably overconfident in that game against Denver, which is why they lost. They definitely cannot go with that mentality when they face off against the Kansas City Chiefs. So this coming Sunday is why I see the game of the week. The Cowboys are facing off against the Kansas City Chiefs. It'll definitely be a major test for the Dallas Cowboys. The question is, can they pass that test? So that there is my week 10 NFL recap here in the Brutus Hill Podcast. It's definitely a very dramatic week, just like every week has been this year's NFL season. It's definitely very much a chaotic season. As I mentioned before, it's pretty much a dumpster fire this year's NFL season. There's chaos always going on. We never know what's going to happen next. Always a new story breaking out. So I had to see what stories break out in week 11 when the game starts to unfold. And who knows, by the time this podcast ends, something major is going to come out. So do bear with me because there's always breaking news. And this year's NFL season has been the most chaotic season in years. I was trying to think about it recently. I cannot remember the last time we had a season like this. I'm not sure why this season is the way that it is. Maybe it's because, you know, coming out of COVID and also with all the uncertainty in the air right now. But right now, the NFL is definitely having a lot of chaos this season, but also does add an element of excitement to the NFL this year. So let's see what happens in week 11 and what chaos breaks out in the NFL. Because I'm pretty sure whatever happens, it will no doubt be very exciting. Now, what beer am I pairing with this week's edition of the NFL? And that beer is the Temple Coffee Stout from Jackrabbit Brewing. This is a Temple Coffee brewed beer with espresso with a 6% ABV. Over at Jackrabbit Brewing, you can get this beer in a 4-ounce pour, an 8-ounce pour, or a pint. I got mine in a pint. It's definitely a good beer, a really good coffee stout. Definitely good beer for this time of the year. Right now, we're in dark beer season, so I am definitely am looking to get more dark beers here at the Brutus Hill Podcast. And this one here is a prime example. That, again, is a Temple Coffee Stout. It's a Temple Coffee Espresso-style stout beer from Jackrabbit Brewing. An excellent beer. A beer you definitely want to drink slowly. A good beer to have on a cold day when you're watching some NFL football. It is a prime example of dark beer should be during stout beer season in the fall and even in the winter. This beer comes from Jackrabbit Brewing in West Sacramento, California. I had this beer just recently when I was watching this chaotic NFL Week 10. This beer definitely made NFL Week 10 more tolerable. It was definitely a good calming beer to have. A good relaxing beer, but definitely has a good coffee feel to it. A good 
stout feel to it. Most definitely an excellent craft beer worth checking out. Again, that is a Temple Coffee Stout from Jackrabbit Brew in West Sacramento, California. Should you find this beer, definitely do check it out. It's definitely an ideal beer to have on a cold day in the fall and even in the winter. And that there do from this week here in Brutusil. We just got done recapping NFL Week 10. Go out there and watch some football. Week 11 will definitely be a very much a highly anticipated week as every week in NFL week has been this NFL season. We'll see what storylines develop and what happens next. And enjoy some good beer while doing so. Or even whiskey. Also be sure to follow this podcast on Instagram at Brutusil Podcast on Instagram. Do tell your friends about this podcast. I'm your host, DJ Monte Ale. I'll see you all next week. And until then, be brewed and be distilled, folks. Cheers. Yeah.